This week's episode of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands was recorded on Gadigal Country. This always was, and always will be, Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, David James Young here for another week of All My Friends Are In Bar Bands. This week's guests are Sly Withers, the Perth-based alternative rock slash pop-punk band. Uh, the pop-punk thing is slightly contentious among the camp, but, uh, you know, if the boot fits, or in this case, if the Chuck Taylors fit, then uh, you may as well wear them, I think. The band recently released their second studio album entitled Gardens and uh, were lucky enough to get through most of a national tour uh, just a little while ago. I spoke to Jono and Sam from the band about their life growing up in Perth and everything that they've been able to achieve thus far, including national tours with the likes of Slowly Slowly and Amy Shark. I genuinely really love Sly Withers. I think they are a very endearing, honest, working class band that are making some of the most formidable and engaging and community-driven rock music that is happening in this country right now. I'm very thankful that they, you know, sought me out, wanted to be friends with me, which is, you know, a very bizarre situation to find yourself in. Yeah, I really love what they're doing, and uh, I hope that you do as well. This podcast is made possible with the help and the support of people just like yourself, including these legends over at patreon.com slash David James Young. So before I go any further, a massive, massive thank you to Amy Gray, Bill Robinson, Blake Hennequin, Catherine Burgess, Chris Kearns, Dave McCarthy, David Armstrong, David Beckett, Elliot J. O'Neill, Eloise Young, Felix Hubble, Jeremy Dillon, Jonathan Elvery, Carly Herring, Kira Lakova, Lachlan Kennewick, Liam Sherlaw, Mark Wilson, Mary Gleason, Matt Daria, Matthew Lynch, Nicholas Price, Paddy Abelos, Paul McQuarter, Philip Spiteri, and Will McDougall. If you would like to join this group, you can by heading over to patreon.com slash David James Young to help support this podcast and indeed the rest of my work as a freelance writer, a musician, and podcaster. All right, let's get into it. Today's episode is with Sly Withers. I'm David James Young, and all my friends are in bar bands today. I would like to introduce you to my friend Sly Withers. Hello. G'day, g'day. Please introduce yourselves. I'm Sam. I'm Jono. And I'm David. Nice to meet you guys. <laughs> I've never seen you before in my life, so, you know, <laughs> this, is, this is a very formal introduction. <laughs> it is Tuesday afternoon. We are in Sydney, New South Wales, Australia. Sly Withers are here for a couple days, hanging out in Newtown before they continue their re- 
re 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 rescheduled tour from last year for a song that is not on your new album. Exactly. It yeah. makes perfect sense. Correct. Yeah. So I'm just I'm just making sure I, making sure I was keeping up appearances here. Just uh, We got you. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> How have the rock performances been thus far? It's been great. Yeah, really good. It's been so fun to get back into it. For sure. Perfect. Yeah. That's what you that's what you like to hear. And it's with the uh, Columbus? Yeah, Columbus and Semantics. Wonderful. Is this your first time playing with both of those bands? Yes. Yeah. It is. First time playing with both and first time taking two bands around yeah. the whole I think it is whole lap with it, us. Is it the first time we've taken anyone on a whole lap? Yeah. Look it's, at that. Yeah, it is, it's isn't it? Wow. Bloody great as well. Like we we could not be more stoked. We like just grinning like little schoolboys. Every night watching Semantics yeah. and Columbus open up and just how lovely the atmosphere is, how lovely all the people are. It's bloody terrific. You'd love to see it. Now, this is our first time properly meeting. We met very briefly at the... Slowly, slowly show, yes. Prior to that, it was in Newtown, funnily enough. This was King Street Crawl, I want to say 2018. Yeah, that would be it. Wow. I've just finished watching... Might have been Jackie Brown Jr. or Rachel Maria Costa or something. Uh, at, upstairs at the Marley, and then I'm about to head downstairs to go see Wax. As I do, someone comes charging up to me. <laughs> hey man, I, oh, I'm Sam. I'm gonna be outside with us, and I, just, I really like your shit. I love wrestling too. We we all like, so we should be friends. I was just like, it was this wild interaction that lasted maybe a minute, and I'm just like, the fuck was that? S- Smithers something? I didn't catch it all. What the? And yeah, and then you tweeted us, and then I think I replied to yeah, the I was just like, home. Yeah, it was just like one of you came up to me and said hello. So this is me saying hello. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a fascinating thing that happens to me, like more than I would care to admit. Where someone will come up to me and know who I am, but I don't know who they are, and it's just like, hey, hey, what's up, man? <laughs> nice, to, nice to meet you. It was it was a it was a bizarre thing, but uh, no, it was a it was a lovely experience. Us wrestling fans, man, we got to stick together. Yeah. We got we to seek each other out. How the fuck did you know who I was? Man, the podcast and stuff. Really? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> I didn't think it had made it over there. I didn't got, think it had made it out of my bedroom. You know? Perth, Perth got internet in like uh, 2013. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Late yeah, 2013. Late 2013. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> finally, yeah, after finally. all these years. Yeah. <laughs> After the, before that, it was just the seal siblings just fucking <laughs> flying shit over on their backs. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it was very flattering, and I'm glad that you heard my stuff and liked it, and that you now get to be a part of this. It's a pleasure to be on. For it's sure, absolutely. It's a bloody wonderful thing. So. I begin these by tracing back the initial interest in music, specifically where it changed over from being something that you were watching on TV, listening to on the radio, etc., to being, this is what I want to do. I want to sing, I want to play instruments, I want to be in a band, all that sort of thing. John, I'll start with you. Can you tell me how music factored into your childhood and your upbringing, and if there was a kind of switch-on moment for you where you saw something or heard something and it was just like, I, I want to be in a band? We were always sort of like a musical household we had like just the few odd classical guitars around the mm-hmm. place i remember we had a classical guitar i played for years before i even liked playing guitar that was like so so old had been brought over from by one of my uncles from mexico mm. and it had been restrung with like fishing line <laughs> yeah right so it was one of those spec guitars i think we still have it somewhere but yeah i just sort of started messing around on that my brother older brother he did music all through high school and i yeah just sort of messed around with guitar for a bit 
And then I remember it was like year f- year four or year five was when those school programs sort of start. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and I really wanted to play trumpet. And my mum had a meeting with my teacher behind my back and said like, no, can he do guitar? Because we've already got a guitar and we don't want a trumpet in the house. <laughs> so that's how I started playing guitar. And I played guitar for a few years. I hated doing lessons at school. And then I started playing drums. Um, I did drums for a few years until I met all these guys in high school and then somehow swapped back to guitar. I was, yeah, doing them both for a bit and now, yeah, went back to guitar. But I think me and Sam were messing around doing the odd busking things here and there and just like writing songs together. But the, I remember it was the Biffy Clyro, like Wembley DVD that Sam gave me. The Life of Wembley DVD. Sam gave me that to watch and I was like, yeah, this is cool. (laughs) We should do something as close to this as we can. Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see the influence. You guys have your shirts off all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a big vibe. Big vibe. Big vibe. Big vibe. <laughs> big vibe. <laughs> Sammy Boy, what about you? I was always enamored by music growing up. I was a massive fan of the Wiggles. Like, I had every piece yeah. of... Every video, every CD. Yeah, dude, every, same. Yeah, all that stuff. Shout and out then, previous guest of the show, Murray Cook. Hell yeah. Mazza. Um, Great man. And then in, like, year... Around year two or year three, I started getting into, like, the pop punk of that era, like, Good Charlotte and Yellow Card and stuff like that, mm-hmm. just hearing on the radio, back when, like, commercial radio was playing pop punk. Yeah, I never, it was never something I ever considered it to be an even an option to do. Yeah. Like, it was just something I would consume. And then when I was in year seven, a wonderful teacher at my primary school named M was starting up a little, like, rock band program at the school, needed a bass player. She knew that I was a bit of a goody two shoes and I'd be well behaved and stuff. And so she was like, Hey, Sam, you want to come play bass? And I was like, Sure, I'll come play bass. And then I played bass. And then, oh, yeah. yeah, just like from there, just kind of grew. Wanted to play guitar. So I started learning guitar. Wanted to write songs. So I started writing songs. That kind of stuff. Yeah, sounds, sounds pretty straightforward. <laughs> Indeed. Where did you two grow up? Northern suburbs of Perth. Right. So. I grew up in Sorrento and went to school there, and Jonah grew up in Duncraig and went to school there. And then for high school, we went to Kareen, which is kind of halfway-ish, not really, but yeah. Right. How, how would you describe that particular part of the city? Very suburban, very beachy. Very relaxed. Very relaxed. It holds pretty a pretty spot to Yeah, it holds a pretty special place in our hearts. It's not your most important cultural centre. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's, yeah. it's really great. As you said before, it's a really good place to grow up, I think. Everything's just kind of settled there for us now. We're still up there in that kind of direction. And yeah. yeah, 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 sure. Tell me about the first time you played live. How old were you? I did a anti-smoking rap. Wow! Yes. I yes. didn't know this. Oh, shit. Year six. Hell yeah, Is there footage? Um, <laughs> I'm calling your mum as soon as this finishes. <laughs> this is probably like long before cameras were invented. Um, <laughs> or at least introduced to Perth. No, no, it's Perth. It's Perth. Oh, Perth, yeah, Perth. yeah, Perth yeah. got cameras in like yeah. 2008. Yeah, you, you got the camcorders yeah. finally. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, yeah, it was me and a few other people who you know, but Dylan, so it doesn't matter if I say names or not. Fair. But yeah. I remember it being really good. I didn't I didn't write it. Oh, I was going to say, like, it. was it an original piece? No, yeah. The, yeah, the, we wrote it. There was like four of us. And it was, I remember it being quite good, but anyway, that mm. was the first time I was on stage. It's my understanding that smokers are jokers, so... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that line was in there. You're goddamn right. Terrific. Hell yeah. Sam, you obviously can't compete with that, but... No, uh, no, no <laughs> way in hell. Uh, no, but I, I, I will need yours. For me, I think it was, other than like singing a song in choir at school assembly and stuff, it would have been when I was 12... 
playing bass for like a couple of tunes at a school assembly. I think it was like Wild Thing and Steady As She Goes. Oh, nice. I think they were the, they were the two first tracks that we did. But yeah. That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, school assembly. Hell yeah. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. Tell me a little bit about the bands that you guys were kicking around in before Sly Withers started. I've always played in a bunch of bands from that kind of 12-year-old age. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think for you, John, Sly was Sly's the my, first thing. My first. And, really? And sh- Yeah, mine and Shay's first. Oh, because yeah, you and Joel. Me and Joel, when we were 14, played back. in a band called Cloud Nine. Oh, very um, nice. You can find those tunes if you dig deep enough. Oh, it's, it's up they're on still, they're MySpace up there. or something? Yeah. We will not be discussing where, <laughs> yeah. but um, I believe there's a tune called Shiny Happy Yellow Sun. Floating oh, around nice. there. Yeah, shout out to Adrian and Jackson and Jake. <laughs> I think that's an unearthed job. I wish you didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a... <laughs> 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 Fixed in post. Yeah. <laughs> so what did that band sound like? It was just like indie pop. It was it was that, it was was that an era where Wombats and Two Door Cinema Club was yes. yes, yes, yes. And so it was just, yeah, trying to do that stuff kind of vibe yeah what was your success rate do you think looking back in emulating those like for, for a bunch of 14 year olds it was alright it was alright yeah, yeah definitely yeah. not good uh, <laughs> I don't know again I, go and look for yourselves I know and I'm struck up oh man but yeah Jonna, did you like play solo or anything like that or were you just like kicking around in any other little bits and pieces or was it just like just playing in your bedroom mostly I had a drum kit and a guitar in my bedroom and I had like a family friends that would play guitar and would come around and someone would jam with me every now and then but mm. for the most part it wasn't until mid to late high school that I started like kicking around with Sam and that was the first time that we were really like writing songs like, yeah. for a band awesome. definitely the first time writing songs for a band was Sly yeah, yeah, otherwise yeah. it was just like yeah Seven Nation Army mm. and we used to we used to busk at like 6am every Saturday morning at a local cafe in like 2012 yeah and that was like that was our little like coin collection that we would build but yeah that <laughs> was the first amazing. time we played together right yeah that was the first time we did anything together we me and Johnny, our first proper conversation was on msn and i wow. copy and pasted the tabs for snow hey yo by the chili peppers oh and sent yes. it to him on that that's a tricky one that's our meeting point we got there we got it hell yeah Look out like a version. <laughs> okay, so when and where was the first Slay with the show? It was the fly trap in Frio. Yeah, it's a little small room off the side of what was once known as the Fly by Night, now is known as Frio Social, like a showcase show for our music school that we were at called Rock Scholars, where right, Sly yeah, yeah, spent yeah. our first 12 months, and I now teach there as well, April of 2013. My memory's not that good, but I trust yours. <laughs> Something like that. It was the end of term one of 2013. Yeah, right. Actually, yeah, because when did we... We played Freer Social recently, and that was nearly eight years to the day. Yeah, exactly. we yeah, played was, our first ever show like eighth in, birthday that, party. in that building. That's full circle. Yeah. Such a trip. What do you remember about that first show? Having no guitar pedals, because I only ever used the pedals in the jam rooms at Rock Scholars, and then oh, I was wow. like, oh, I don't have my own, so <laughs> this is going to be interesting. But I just remember like family being there and clapping, but so much being family. like, oh, these bloody kids. <laughs> I hope I don't have to do this again. Uh-oh. <laughs> Little did they know. <laughs> the, the audience was basically family. and Yeah, I don't remember stuff. anything going particularly bad for the yeah, first ever show. It was all right. Yeah, was all this right. was pre-Joel. Pre-Joel, yeah. Um, Mitch McDonald from a Perth band called The Love Junkies was playing drums for us. Oh, I know he, The Love Junkies, yeah. He yeah, was yeah. our like, mentor and teacher at Rock Scholars, and he was playing drums because we didn't have a drummer. And I think he had just come back from 
like a two week tour. Yeah. And it was on like no sleep and played the set and we were all like, Oh, is Mitch gonna survive? And then he did. It was he sick. Hey. Oh, beautiful. So where do things kinda of go from there? You just kind of uh, playing around like Perth and surrounds mostly, or are you like getting out like further into other parts of WA or like what's the regime for the band going forward from that point? It was lots of very small steps. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, that was yeah. kind of that's kind of always been our kind of trajectory. Has been several small, small steps. Yeah. Like we gigged around Perth on weeknights and Fremantle for a year or two, and then maybe yeah. And mm. then first show out of Perth would have been in Bunbury. Yeah, with that, which is like two yeah. hours south of Perth. The odd Geraldton show here and there Geraldton for the local yep. council playing a youth event. Yeah, the first time we we left the state was that was the Google Maps tour in early 2018, probably only a few months before we met. Yeah, no shit. What was that experience like? Finally, like getting out of Perth for the first time. It was fucking sick. It's the dream, man. Yeah, bloody <laughs> gone on tour, boys on tour. You know, like that's that was the coolest shit ever. I was so stoked. Um, it was fun as well, right, Jono? It was fun. Yeah. Except we all got horrendously yeah, sick at various times. Yes, because that was the night. Of, that was the night of video, wasn't it? Yeah, we won the Triple J Unearthed Nida Music Video Comp. We're one of the winners, right? And yeah. so on that first tour, we shot a clip in Sydney with the Nida crew, which was so awesome. Like the production value was insane. There was like catering. There was like going from the video shoots that we had done previously to this yeah. was like a, an incredible change of scenery. And it would have been amazing if I didn't have food poisoning. Yeah. <laughs> but I did. The sushi place below the apartment? Yeah, we oh, had a sushi rough. train beneath our apartment mm. and it did me so dirty. Look, I don't know, man. I thought the shot of you throwing up in slow motion <laughs> was actually really yeah. beautiful. It really suited the song. Like, it just timed out really well. <laughs> Completely unplanned as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird, like, one-track video. Like, just, like, the one shot of the whole thing. <laughs> Everyone's just like, yeah, no, this is art, man. This yeah. is art. <laughs> is that Karen? <laughs> yeah. That was the name of the song. Yeah. <laughs> is that Carrot? <laughs> is that Carrot? That's like classic. <laughs> what do you feel was like one of the biggest things you learned about that gradual process of just like slowly building up like a following locally and like, you know, sticking with, you know, certain venues and certain gigs and certain shows and all that sort of stuff? Like, because like you guys would have been like just out of high school as well. I think just the perseverance, just keeping on going. Yeah. Yeah, I think it, it was a bit of a case of we just worked pretty hard and kept on going and just kind of didn't really matter if anything was ever going to happen. When we first started doing those shows and it was like we were playing Monday night to yeah. one of our parents because only one of our parents at that point wanted to come to a Monday night show right? Yeah, type thing. There was never anything in my mind that we would still be doing this this point down the track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't really taking lessons from any of it. It was just, this is fun. Mm. let's keep doing it until we can't do it anymore. And we've just been yeah. very fortunate that we've been able to keep going and things yeah. of very lucky boys. Yeah. Are. Yeah. You're just constantly just waiting to get tapped on the shoulder. Just like, all right, back to your desk. Go yeah. on. <laughs> Playtime's over, you know, <laughs> like, come on, back to work. Yeah, like you said, in the last couple of years, like, things started to pick up a little bit, you know, like doing uh, the Slowly Slowly Tour uh, and then doing the Amy Tour as well was obviously kind of a, a big thing for, for you. What do you remember about those runs going from, you know, having that circle of like mostly just playing to people that know you and have known you for, for a while as well to coming to an audience 
primarily fresh with a lot of people seeing you for the first time having no fucking clue who you are. Yeah, it was it was interesting. It was really fun. I remember being scary as fuck. Yeah. Oh, of course. Espe- yeah. Especially when you we'd open those Amy Shark regional shows in yeah. front of thousands of people and the first song of the first set was like brand new and you would sing the first yeah. minute by yourself. It was like, brutal. We were testing one of the new songs that was like on is that is on the album. We were yeah, testing yeah. it on on the Amy run. We were like, yeah, like we've rehearsed it enough. It's fine. We can do this. And then we we would open with it. And I think the first one was the Newcastle show, which was a thousand cap show. And we were like, this is a lot bigger than anything that we've like, a show that I've played. been to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was the biggest show I'd been to, let alone played. Yeah, and, wow. And the first like forty five to a minute of the first song is just me it's by myself. You, baby. No pressure. And it was yeah, absolutely no pressure. Yeah. We got through it, trial by fire. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. <laughs> Those tours were also like they were very close together and very different in terms of the venues and the crowds and stuff. Like the slowly tour was just like that was all all your classics. That was like your corners and Crowbar in Sydney. Yeah. Just yeah. like just the venues, right? And then the Amy was like all the yeah, thousand cap venues that regional towns in Australia would have which was like playing the big rooms is the one thing for us but also mm. playing them in these places that are so remote or like regional you know what I mean like yeah, going yeah, to a regional yeah. centre yeah. to play a massive show and only playing regional shows was really interesting and being on the Amy tour as well we kind of we took the opportunity to would you say mellow out the sound is fair yeah absolutely like we kind of we didn't want to go in there and play all the really abrasive punky stuff that a few people might not be too happy hearing or yeah a lot right of people. so we like deliberately altered the set that was a really interesting experience as well a really good learning one for yeah us. it was it was fun to sort of like reconfigure your sound for the audience that you're trying to capture yeah for, yeah. for a certain select few shows so you'd say your approach like varies from context to context in terms of live performance there's nothing i hate more than like seeing someone who's like oh my god my ears you know yeah. so like there's yeah i think if it, there's things that we can do that will just make that show better for everyone who's there why wouldn't we do them there's no point being like this is our sound if you yeah. don't like yeah, it get out like the room digging those heels in and like, yeah right yeah 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 doesn't do We're any good for anyone band. <laughs> you booked a punk band we're gonna play <laughs> punk songs yeah man fucking <laughs> raw <laughs> when you're young, I feel like you have this very impressionable and idealistic view of like what being in a band is like. Because we grow up on like rock documentaries and biopics and all that sort of stuff. And there's always those moments in those like VH1s or whatever else where it's just like, and this is where the band had made it, quote unquote. And it's this very like trite, idealistic view. But like, I feel like every musician, deep down, one way or another, has those little moments for themselves. Whether that's getting to play a certain venue, getting to achieve something because of their music, getting to travel to a certain part of the world, get, getting acknowledged in in certain regard or respect, one way or another. When you guys look at what you've been able to do with Sly thus far, is there anything that kind of sticks out in particular where it's just like, if teenage me that was starting out with this band knew that this is where it would lead to, they wouldn't believe me. I feel like I get those every like six months. Or every time we do something, like it's, yeah. like the first time we went on tour, that was amazing. The first time we we left Perth, that was the most exciting thing in the world. We're going to Bunbury to play a show. This is going to be sick. <laughs> we are yeah. going to drive one hour and play in <laughs> a different out. place. <laughs> um, but yeah, first like first national tour, that was massive. Like 
getting signed that was like what the fuck is going on so many of those kinds of things like like having moments where you play in a city that you've never been to before and there's a room of people singing your song back the first time they've heard you play live like yeah. that's crazy it happens so often where there's things like what the fuck this is yeah, incredible yeah, like yeah, every, yeah, every, yeah. T- every, every time something happens it's like oh this is the peak this is this is the biggest this gets and I'm stoked and yeah, I'm yeah, like, yeah. You know, do you feel like that I don't know yeah 100% I always feel like in terms of those moments like the last clear moment of like what the fuck is going on that I remember was a concoction of emotions because I'm pretty sure we we had all gone to see Avengers Endgame oh true that was a big day it was a big day day (laughs) so we were like we went to a midday screening and we walked out of that cinema going like oh my god wow that we just watched Avengers Endgame we just watched Avengers Endgame that was wild and then all like simultaneously turned on our phones and we had like the email came through for the slowly offer and that was like the first time that a band had wanted to take us around the whole country and it was a band that we all fucking idolized yeah and we're like wow that is just like so so silly and then everything from there like snowballed into the amy tour there was just again ridiculous getting the amy email was yeah i was like what do you mean you want amy Amy shark (laughs) you mean previous guests of all my friends are in bar bands amy shark absolutely yeah how dare you oh man (laughs) is this a prank sir (laughs) i think yeah i think i think we feel incredibly lucky to be in the position we're in and i think we're like blown away every time something happens yeah like it genuinely also i think there's enough like punk bands in the world that it's amazing that we get to do what we are doing but if we weren't around like there's so many other punk bands so there's plenty of others there's plenty Sure, yeah. 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 So, I, I love that people like us but yeah it, I'm, I'm very conscious of the fact that it, but any you're wildly minute, like, unremarkable like <laughs> <laughs> thanks man of all the bands I've seen you guys are definitely one of them <laughs> <laughs> man back yourself more that's all I can say I, I, it didn't came out right but I'm just like, I'm, <laughs> I'm almost I'm expecting everyone to get over pop punk yeah. next week <laughs> no. continuously you know like every week I'm like okay next week we're not going to be cool anymore. <laughs> yeah. I think that's been a bit of a crusade we've been on as well, is to try and like destigmatize pop punk to the people who hate pop punk. If yeah, that makes sure. sense. Like people who love pop punk love pop punk. Yeah, fucking and I like I don't know if you necessarily could brand us as a pop punk band per se, but there's definitely pop punk moments moments in our music. Yeah, of course. And I remember a time in our lives when we decided that it was okay to listen to like neck deep and stuff and to like It was when we convinced Shay. Yeah. <laughs> And then he got way deeper than any of us ever could have. But yeah, just like, you know, de- destigmatize pop punk. Pop punk yeah. can be cool. Yeah. That there you go. Yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's the end goal yeah, at exactly. the end of the day. <laughs> all right, kids, we will wrap it up here. But before we do that, I ask this of all of my guests. And now it is your turn. I want to know about the best and the worst shows that you have ever played. Uh, I've been thinking about this because I have listened to the podcast before. Oh, so thank I, you. So I, so I do know this is a question. I feel comfortable in saying that my favorite show we've ever played was the late session at the Rosemount a week and a half ago. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Well, I think that was just like, I felt like I, I, I came home that night after that show. It was like the fifth show we played in 30 hours or something, or maybe 40, 40 hours, something like that. 36 hours. I don't know. Fifth, fifth show some, some in a very short yeah. time. Yeah. Fourth, fourth show in 30 hours. Yeah. There we go. And I remember getting home and buzzing so hard and just like, lying in bed next to my girlfriend being like straight up if that if that is the peak of what this is I could not be more fucking happy it was just like it was so fun I felt like we played well I felt like we performed well I felt like we had the loveliest crowd like it was 
definitely very special for me. Also, shout out to the Brisbane show on the Slowly Slowly Tour. That was a really fun one as well. People in Brisbane are really fucking cool and made us feel really special that night. Oh, that beautiful. Really cool. I was potentially going to say the first headliner we did it in Brisbane that was at Black Bear Lodge. True. I just love that, that room. I remember such that just being room. such a good time. I remember that being really stressful during the day because that was when my pedals Your pedals didn't, didn't come arrive. on the plane. <gasps> Classic. Uh-oh. So, yeah, we got off the plane. My pe- Everything got there except my pedals, which somehow did not get put on the plane. And then props to Virgin. They ended up getting there like an hour before we went on. Classic. And yeah, I just remember it being like a really lovely night. And that was the first time that like... I remember having a really a fucking lovely selection of people in front of me that were just like so chill and having a good time singing along. And they were like everyone was looking out around the people around them. Mm. I saw this really nice protected pocket of lovely people right in front of me. And I, that show still sticks with me. Brisbane's good to us. Brisbane's been so good yes. to us. Well, who's been Brisbane. terrible to you? I want, I, who what are the been worst ones? to us, Johnny? There was that the show. The worst shows for me, it's either going to come down to two. It's going to be the first time we played Hyperfest, where everything sounded so good in soundcheck. And the first time I pressed the pedal at the beginning of the set, like first note of the set, the entire thing shat itself. Wow. And that, oh, was, no. that was quite a long time. That was the time where we didn't show up for soundcheck as well because we didn't know we had to soundcheck, right? That was that time. Yeah, <laughs> classic. Oh, wow. Things Woo. that could have been solved. I was also going to say every show we've ever played at the Prince of Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've been particularly unfortunate to like, we've just never had the right night in Bunbury, right? I the- like the venue. But the venue's I, great. I just don't think we've ever had I do people. not like playing there. Yeah. I've enjoyed seeing shows there. But we, we haven't played there in a while. I saw I Bugs like there. We actually, always... on their first, one of their first, like, their first times over in WA. Oh, I got to out. see Bugs there. And it was really sick. Lovely boys. But I reckon, I reckon we can redeem that. I reckon that's something that could be on the cards. I was going to mention the time we played at UWA. Oh, we, yes. It was like the first band played, and then suddenly there was like the council came knocking that we couldn't have a desk. It was like an outdoor full like festival production hired in show on this lawn at a uni in Perth. Yeah. And after the first band played, we were alerted to the fact that the decibel limit in the area was literally the level we are currently having this conversation at. Oh, wow. And it was full hired in festival production kind of vibe. The first band played through fine. From then on, it became an issue. Dramas with the organisers because people didn't want to play if they couldn't be heard. And then we just kind of like... I remember that being fun, though. I remember that being our first like... Fuck it. We're a punk band. We're a punk band. All We're of our friends band. got on stage. You want a tambourine? Have a tambourine. Yeah, that was a thing that tambourine. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe maybe not then. I don't know. Definitely wasn't a good show by any means. <laughs> but I remember it being but it was funny. Fun. Yeah. It could have been worse. Fair. I suppose then we've been really lucky to not have any like terrible shows. Yet. I don't, th- yeah, I don't <laughs> think we have any nightmare stories. Well, that's a plus. Yeah. It is a plus. Yeah. <laughs> Here's to feeling good all the time, right? Hell yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> the album is Gardens. It is out now. It will be out still by the time that you hear this. Sam, Jono, thank you very much for your time. Very much appreciated. Thank Thanks you so much us. for having us. Cheers as legends. I'm David James Young and all my friends are in Barbounds. <laughs>